Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. Hi, I'm Matt. Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. Through creative content and live shows, we explain the hidden details of the Disney experience so that our clients can execute memorable adventures. Together with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel, we have helped hundreds of clients plan, book, and prepare for magical Disney vacations. Let our experience help you avoid common planning mistakes and maximize the enjoyment on your next Disney trip. Hey everyone, like the intro said, I am Matt with the DPI Podcast. Welcome to the new show. This is DPI, Disney Planning Insights. And we are a family, friends, love Disney, have a show, have a lot of fun with it. We've got a huge show tonight. Um, we've got Peter with Princesses and the Mouse, Prince, or Disney Travel on with us. Um, we've got a lot of news from D23. So, man, it's it's going to be one hell of a show. Um, and of course, you know, not everything can go right because I am looking at bars for Peter right now. So... <laughs> Uh, give Peter a couple seconds here on his on his screen. Um, really going to try and keep the news to 15 minutes, but have no clue how that's going to work. So um, let me go ahead and bring on Peter with Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel. Hey, Peter, how you doing tonight? Oh man, that was quick. Normally yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Okay, because the ads later business. now. <laughs> yeah, we're going quicker. Yeah. Um, so. Lots of news. I know that we're on a timer tonight, so... I know. What a week to be on a timer. I was actually I thinking about that on, like, yesterday night. I was like, boy, we should have just done, like, a D23 show just to then not go over our 15 minutes now. I think we're going to have to do that, but let's go ahead and put 15 minutes on the clock, and here we go. All right. And <laughs> I don't know why the bluey sounder just went off, but this it's is for my not... cup, my blue cup. <laughs> this is not the screen it's supposed to be on. So, new screen, dual camera, timer, unicorns. Where is my background? Why? Why is unicorns taking the whole thing? Or I have no clue what's going on. Um, okay, so 15 minutes on the clock, so it's going now. Um, let's start before D23. A couple things that came out during Disney Plus Day. First, Disney Plus uh, surprises us with the BTS Permission to Dance concert in Los Angeles. My daughter was ecstatic. Um, we've watched about an hour and a half of it. it it's pretty cool. 
But a couple other things that came out on Disney Plus Day were two big um, discounts for Disney Plus subscribers. One was for Disney Cruise Lines, and one was for the Walt Disney World. Uh, can you go over those really quick? Uh, for which one? Uh, go ahead and do Walt Disney World. Uh, yeah, so it's a similar discount to what we kind of see in some other places. You can get um, anywhere from 10% off to 20% off, depending on the dates and uh, depending on the resort category that you're choosing. So um, this one's kind of interesting because Disney, you know, like stuff like Florida resident or like pass holder and stuff like that are relatively easy to prove. I I don't know how Disney's going to prove like the Disney Plus subscriber unless like the requirement is that you got to book it with like a valid email address with the login. Yeah, I like, think you have to do it with a login is what I it heard. Is. That, that is what it is. Like you have to use the login of an associated um, email account. But I still, I just, who's sitting there checking on that? You know? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, and it's it's for travel dates. Uh, basically, just kind of sporadic travel dates. We've got a, a little bit this fall. And then um, I think early into like late fall, early into winter, um, and even I think there's some dates in 2023. I can check real quick. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, and then um, on top of that, there are dates for Disney Plus subscribers to get discounted Disney Cruise Line, and that is basically buy to get to free. Limited dates um, from basically the beginning of January through April. Um, so it's kind of a short window, and it has to be booked in the next few weeks, I think. Um, so it has it's a relatively quick booking window as well. So just want to make sure that everybody is aware of that as well. Um, so let's get to D23. Let's, let's use a majority of our time for D23. Um, and really I'm going to skip over a lot of different things, but let's start on day one with Disney announcing the Disney 100 initiative and everything that's kind of going on with the parks associated with that. So with Disney 100, we are getting a new nighttime show at Epcot that is going to replace Harmonious. Um, which was kind of of a surprise. I think I think both both things that we heard from nighttime spectaculars at Walt Disney World were kind of a surprise. So Disney 100 is getting a nighttime show at Epcot. Um, they they're also bringing a special show to Disneyland as part of the World of Color. Uh, Magic Happens Parade is coming back to Disneyland. They're also getting Wondrous, the new nighttime fireworks show at Disneyland. What? That is new information. I know. This is all stuff that we've kind of talked about. That was my biggest takeaway from D23 as announcement after announcement dropped into social media. I was legitimately sitting there going, <laughs> called that, <laughs> called that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we and that's the thing. We talk on the show a lot about timelines and that kind of stuff. I think the big news that came out of Magic Kingdom was A, Happily Ever After coming back. Oh, B, so Happily Ever After coming back, we literally 
like two weeks ago were like, yeah, I feel like Happily Ever After might be coming back because they're testing fireworks for things other than the holiday shows. Yeah. And like, boom, there you go. And then the other one is the new lands that are going to be built over the next few years that are going to be back behind Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. So um, yes, talk about talk about the, the two themes of those lands, Matt. So it's going to be Coco and Encanto. Yep. Um, so a very Spanish influence. So it, it's going to go well with that area. It's a good transition from kind of that Wild West feel of Adventureland and Frontierland into this Colombian and Mexican themed area. Um, and that was part of the Big Sky projects. And, and basically what their Big Sky projects were, were looking five years out. Kind of what are some of the ideas five years away? Um, with those, they also announced an expansion to Animal Kingdom that was going to replace Dino Land. We literally, how long ago did you and I call this? Yeah, and, and I mean, it's it just kind of... The Zootopia thing was happening over in China, and we knew that it was going to happen somewhere over here, and it just made sense at Animal Kingdom. And I'm beyond the Zootopia area, which looks sort of like an immersive land type thing, um, looks like there's a little ride in the concept art. But then on top of that, there's also a Moana-themed ride that looks essentially like a Splash Mountain based on the concept art from what I saw, where... Um, sort of like maybe a blend of like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea slash, or slash um, Splash Mountain a little bit. It looks like you kind of board a boat and kind of go through an outer area with a bunch of scenery and then go under a waterfall and probably see some more immersive scenery. And then it looks like there's a small plunge towards the end of it. So um, really excited for both of those things over in Animal Kingdom. Yeah, um, and then let's talk about the other really big news out of Walt, Walt Disney World. Let's talk about the thing that things that they announced first. Um, Tron has kind of an opening timeline, and we had called this sometime in the spring of next year, and it, it's basically going to counteract bad crowds. They don't need it for the crowds in the holiday season. We talked all about that. It, it made sense to either release it at the beginning of the new year. It made sense to release it at the beginning of the new fiscal year. But it really makes sense to draw crowds. So I would, I know it says spring, but I'm really anticipating like in early March to draw the spring break crowds a little quicker and a little bit more like full. That's, that's kind of what I think too. Get, get past like marathon weekend right and then you get that little bit of a lull but then have tron right. late february for first of march and really what happens in that like what happens in that january february time thing all of the refurbs and everything yeah right? yeah right so you get through the refurb period launch this thing and then build to capacity over the spring break time, which is just something that Disney can use. And it's mostly selfishly that I'm saying this because we're going to do our cruise and then we're going to do a land from the Monday through the Friday. And we are going to hit up. Um, we haven't decided on parks or anything like that, but we definitely know we'll be going to Epcot because it's my family's favorite park. Um, but I'm really hoping that I got to spend a day in Magic Kingdom to get on Tron. So. 
All right. Really now let's talk about some of the things that they didn't announce. Um, the big there were three big ones that really stuck out when when it came to things that weren't announced. Today's First one, top three. Phantasmic opening date. Yeah. I, I was I was certain that we would get a Phantasmic opening date. Um, I'm still thinking it's going to be like mid November ish in time for the holiday season. Um, that's kind of where my head is with where they are in testing and rehearsals and that kind of stuff. I think we're still a couple of months away from having that fully back. Um, big letdowns when it came to Epcot. There was no news of the Cherry Tree Lane project. There was no news of the Spaceship Earth refurbishment. And there was no news of the Play Pavilion. Um, which were three... Was Journey of Water by end of next year. Yeah, they, yeah. But those three things were like the, the three major things that were happening in this huge Epcot refurb. Were, hey, we're going to bring this interactive Play Pavilion in. We're bringing Mary Poppins and, and basically refurbing the, the UK pavilion. And then um, a technology overhaul on Spaceship Earth. And it doesn't seem like any of those are happening now. But you've got all these other projects that are expanding lands in other parks. So on that topic of what we did get news on, I will share a few. Um, probably not going to get all of them. We mentioned the new lands. But um, unfortunately, so two things that stuck out to me, they, they're expanding two parks, but I was really, really hoping for a fifth gate. I was really, really hoping to hear that Disneyland or Disney World was going to be creating um, another park. Now, we did not mention that area where the Encanto Coco, sort of like Latin America area, there's also supposed to be a dedicated villains area back past that which I'm curious if they won't, like, bring it all the way around the rivers of the world and uh-huh. sort of, like, find a way to tie it back to the Haunted Mansion area almost so that that all becomes, you know, kind of like go past Big Thunder Mountain, you got this big immersive land, and then continue around the backside of that river and have a villain's area and then kind of, I don't know, redesign the Haunted Mansion queue potentially to like kind of tie so that I can basically walk around that whole river area. Cause that would be a pretty, pretty big expansion on the magic kingdom uh-huh. with it being the busiest park, but also the smallest park when it comes to yeah. uh, rare footage. So speaking of magic kingdom, a couple of like little things going on there, this, and this is actually a big deal to me. I just m- mentioned haunted mansion. At California in Disneyland, there is a hatbox ghost when you come out yep. of the bride room before you go backwards. And they did mention that hatbox ghost is coming in to the attraction at Disney World. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's another thing? Oh, Disneyland. Um, there were a couple of big things. So back in the tune area. They have been kind of refurbing that, and they did announce that one of the refurbs there is officially going to be Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway that um, that will be coming out in, I think, next year it's projected to open. I'm trying Mickey to and Minnie's Runaway Railway yeah, 2023. 
Yep. Yep. Early next year. Yep. Um, and then they did finally uh, also tell us that 2024 will be when Tiana's Bayou Adventure is late 2024. So you big Splash Mountain fans, I would expect Splash Mountain to go down June of 24 at the latest, maybe even like. I think it's going to be earlier than that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even like February, March of 24. Yeah. Maybe even earlier than that. Yeah. Maybe even like end of 23. Um, so you Splash Mountain fans, you have approximately one more year of confidence before it goes down for the redesign. Okay. So real quick, I'm going to go through everything that they put on the Boundless Future poster. So 2022, the announcements of Disney Cruise Line Australia, Disney Cruise Line New Zealand, Fantasmic Returns to the Walt Disney World, Believe Sea of Dreams, which is the new show at Tokyo Sea Disney, uh, Lena Bell, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, the Disney Wish, the Hulk um, meet and greet, which is going to be in his uh, suit, his travel suit. Um, Disney Me, the Galactic Star Cruiser, the Avengers Campus, and then Eudora's Cheek Boutique. In 2023, the Disney Village Transformation in Paris, Mickey's Toontown, Disneyland Hotel Refurb over at um, Disneyland, Haunted Mansion Hackbox Ghost at World, Runaway Railway at Land, Journey of Water at Epcot, We Belong Together, a Pixar musical review at Paris, um, the Disney 100 activations, Tron, Frozen at Disneyland Paris, or Dis Disney Tokyo, World Celebration at Epcot, and Disney Sea Fantasy Springs. That is the end of news um, 2024. Let's just do that real quick. Disneyland Hotel Transformation at Disneyland Paris will be done. Tiano's Bayou Adventure at World and at Land. Lighthouse Point. Uh, Cotino, which is that Disney World or the Disney um, community, is supposed to open. Disney Treasure, a new cruise ship by Disney in 2024. And the finish of the Polynesian Village DVC Tower. Um, there is a ton going on at the parks and stick with us over the next few weeks. We'll talk a lot more in depth about a lot of these things. So let's jump into the next segment here. And the next segment is going to be top threes. Business trip. Peter's got a pen. I have got the chips here. Let us let us pull out a number, and we have number five Ooh. for tonight. So number five is going to be do, 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 do. one, two, three, four, five. Ah, here's part of my top three from last week. <laughs> this week's top three is your favorite Disney resorts to explore. So not to stay at? Not to stay at. Just to hang out at. Weird. You ready? We yeah. got 20. Thinking about taking a trip to Disneyland, Disney World, maybe a Disney cruise, or one of the other amazing Disney destinations? Contact me at Princess of the Mouse, and I'd love to work with you on your itinerary to the most magical places in the world. 
You can contact Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel on Facebook at P-A-T-M Disney Travel. All right. We got three. I'm going to go ahead and go first this week. I, I've given I was you first. actually about to say, when if you were going to call me up, I was going to say, you know what? It's really unfair that you get like an extra two minutes to think. <laughs> No, I'm 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 ready to go on this one. Um, my number three resort to explore is going to be Art of Animation. Um, Art Art of Animation Value Resort over Hourglass Lake. Um, I guess they call it the Hollywood Hollywood Studios area. Um, really fun. Lots of good characters to take pictures with. One of the best pools in. All of the resorts in the Big Blue Pool. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> and and just, just a lot of fun with little kids. Um, three distinctive areas. You have the Little Mermaid section. You've got the Lion King section. You've got the Cars section. Lots of characters. Lots of larger than life things that you can take pictures with. A lot of fun. That is my number three. What is your number three? You know, I had a different number three, but I'm actually going to steal a page from your book, and I'm going to talk about fun value resorts, and I'm going to go with all-star movies as my number three. Okay. Pulling an audible from what I had originally put. So kind of a similar idea. What is wonderful about the all-stars is if you find yourself going, hey, we really, really want a budget resort, Pop Century is great, but you can typically for $30, $40, even $50 a night cheaper get over to an all-star resort. And if you're going to do an all-star resort all day, every day, all-star movies is the place to go. Um, It's just, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of IP all over the place. It's a lot of fun to walk around and find all the big characters and find all the little things that they've put in. And, um, you know, a close second goes to music because you can kind of walk around and they have they have sort of like the music sheets from some of the most popular, famous songs of Disney. Uh-huh. Um, but definitely sports is like the, the worst of those three. But similar idea, <laughs> it's fun walking around the all-star areas just because of some of the more deluxe resorts, you lose the in-your-face IP, which can be a pro and a con. Yeah. But if, if you're going for a budget resort, like movies is a lot of fun. Just seeing all of those characters all over the place, walking around the resort, seeing them all um, is a good time. All right, let's move on to number two. So my number two, and I'm going to probably steal probably one of your last two. It's going to be Riviera. Riviera is a fantastic <laughs> Riviera is a fantastic resort to explore. Not only is the, the decor in the resort, absolutely fantastic. Um, it's got two great pool areas. It's got a bocce ball court. Um, it's got one of the best character meals on property right now at Tabolino's. Um, just a great, a great resort. And if you get the chance to stay there, the rooms are equally as great. Um, my family had a chance to stay there last year. No, two years ago now. Wow. Yeah, it was immediately July of 2020, um, right after the pandemic. And, yeah, no, just really, 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 really nice resort. Love the area, being able to walk around. And love being able to see two parks, 
from the resort as well. So, um, so if you're there at night, you can actually see fireworks from Epcot and from Hollywood Studios. So, you can also actually see the Magic Kingdom fireworks off in the distance as well. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, it's in the distance, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, actually, so I did not pick Riviera Resort, figuring that it'd be a little bit too, you know, on the nose. Like, oh, he went with the home resort that he stays at a lot. Um, but I will also tell you one other cool thing about Riviera, since you put it on your list. When you come out of the Skyliner Station, coming from Epcot towards Caribbean Beach, if you walk down the ramp and go immediately through, there's this little archway where the fountain is. Fountains in it. Yeah. And there's mosaic tiles of a couple of movies that is just stunning. Yes. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, Um, they are very similar to the ones that are in the castle walkway. Yes, um, that's a really good But much, much bigger in scale because they go all the way up around the arch. And one of them's Rapunzel, so it's like lanterns all the way up above your head. It's just, it's so impressive. Um, okay, so my number two, my number two is going to be Fort Wilderness. Okay. Right? So here's why Fort Wilderness is just a fantastic time to explore. Okay? So you can go to Fort Wilderness and you can go horseback riding. You can go to Fort Wilderness and they have a great pool. You can go to Fort Wilderness and because it's a campground, they have like a whole big like rec room with pool and, and arcade games and all of that great stuff. And then if you go to the far end of the resort down by the lake, there's this big store. You've got the hoop-de-doo. You've got a quick service window. You've got, a, you've got a restaurant that either allows you to order quick service or sit down right next to hoop-de-doo. You can grab food. There's picnic tables all over the place. You can go all the way down to the dock and sit down by the beach. It's just Fort Wilderness. We camped there a few years ago. And it is just an amazing, huge resort. If you want to talk about a way to just sort of like relax and unwind on an off day, heading to Fort Wilderness and just sort of exploring that property, you've got woods, you've got nature walks, you've got all of these things that a campground offers. And it's in the middle of Disney. So Fort Wilderness is being a camper myself. um, Fort Wilderness is an awesome way of blending two of my passions into one. So I, I got to put that on my list. Okay. Let's go to number one. And I, I'm going to cheat here. If you take mine, I'm going to stab you. I'm going to go with <laughs> Saratoga Springs. Ah, sweet. You didn't take mine. Um, and, and for a lot of different reasons. A, it's it's a big, it's, it's set up like a moderate resort with multiple bus stations. Um, very spread out resort nice pool but it's got amenities that a lot of resorts don't have it has got lake buena vista golf course that is part of the resort that you can walk to from most of the rooms if you can't walk to it you can ride a bus to one of the stations close and walk from there you also have the ability to walk to disney springs from this resort and yeah or take a boat so you've got a couple of different ways to get to a large shopping and dining complex from this resort as well. Um, so that makes that my number one resort to explore. There also are treehouse villas, which are just kind of cool to look at as well. 
Yes, yes. Um, they are very hidden now. When I first started going, you could see them very well from the road. Now you cannot. Right. That is a, that's a bucket list of mine, is to stay on the Polynesian bungalow out in the middle of the lake and also um, stay in the treehouse villa yes. at Saratoga. Uh, all right, my number one do you want to try and guess? Do you want to guess? Polynesian. Yeah, you're totally right. Nice work. <laughs> uh, good work, man. Yep. My number one is Polynesian. So we, that was a bucket list of mine from when I was a little kid. I remember going through when I was about, I don't know, 12 years old. And I remember like riding the monorail through Polynesian because we were staying like, I think we were staying off sites or we coming through the TTC, you know, and I remember looking at Polynesian when I was a little kid and going, someday, someday I'm going to stay there. Because I remember going to the Luau and, like, walking in and being just blown away by the grandeur of this hotel. And I was like, someday. And so now, being a DVC member, I have lived my dream. And the pool with the volcano and the splash pad is remarkable. But that's not even where, that's not even where the magic starts. There's a big pool off to the side that has a bar where they have sports going. It's a great way to spend, like, a Sunday afternoon during football season. Um, It's a great place if you're down there and you need to get some work done. Like, it's a fantastic little pool to sit in. On top of that, you have Ohana. You have this coffee bar. Outside of Ohana, there's a little bar area that is a great place to just spend a few hours. And downstairs near the quick service area near captain hooks down or captain cook's downstairs area just down the hallway is trader sam's grog grotto which is so hidden but oh it's it's a top three bar at disney it is it is absolutely a top three bar at disney so if you're down there with people over 21 years old and you're just taking a day off Hit Trader, <coughs> hit Trader Sam's Grog Gatto. It is a fantastic experience. The drinks are amazing. The people are awesome. It's it's just like this magical little oasis. So, yeah, Polynesia. Oh, and then I can rent charter boats and go out onto the Seven Seas Lagoon from <laughs> Polynesian as well. Like, And from the Polynesian, you can walk to the Magnolia, the yep. Palm, and Oak Trail. Yeah, crazy short walk. Like, I was going to get Matt a flag for his birthday. It's right there, actually. I'm pointing yep. at it right now on my screen. Yeah. So Matt had mentioned for his birthday that he would love to get the 50th anniversary golf flag. So I was staying at Polynesian, and I was like, okay, I just got to, like, run over to this course. How far is it? It was like a five-minute walk to get to Palm Magnolia and Oak Hill or Oak Trail. And to get over to the golf courses – yeah, and you can walk to Grand Floridian, which then you can walk into Magic Kingdom. You can easily walk down to the TTC and catch monorails to Magic Kingdom or Epcot. Like, Polynesian, it's a phenomenal resort. It really, it really, really is. Um, I've been back there a couple of times now, and there's, there's a reason it, it is worth the money that you got to pay to stay there. It really is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we, we continue to go to the Polynesian for different things. Um, we love Ohana. We hate that the luau's gone. We've watched yeah. the fireworks from the beach. Like I love getting Ohana reservations on Magic Kingdom days and just, like, drop down to Polynesian, have a 
and it's reasonably priced. Even with the characters there, it's reasonably priced. Yeah. And it's, oh my God, the food is so good. It is. Yeah. It is. All right. Well, where can people find you? Are we not doing, uh, are we not doing fan questions? We are going to do a, a client question. We'll do that after we hit the break. In this break, am I uh, stopping and restarting? Uh, sure, you can do that. Okay, I'm going to go do that, and then we can talk about where people find me at the end of fan questions. Okay, sounds good. You got to rejoin, too. Yep. Do you have questions concerning planning a Disney trip? Ask them live on the show or submit them on our website at patmdisneytravel.wixsite.com forward slash planning. Hey, and we've got a blank screen over there. Give us one second here while we get the zoom back up here. Yeah, if you have any questions um, for this segment or with the top threes, if you have any ideas for top threes, definitely drop them in the chat. Send us a a message over on the website. You can check out the website down here. um, And right on the first page, there is a form you can fill out that gives you um, the ability to submit questions to both. Um, So we're going to join with that video. That's fine. Come on, host. Come on, host. Here we go. Hide me. Where'd you go? There you are. I was giving the and you're back. <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm kind of ad libbing on the client question um, because one piece of news that we didn't get to was. Um, not so scary is sold out yeah, for is. the rest of the season. So you are not able to pre-sale. Yes, that is a great mustache shot. Thank you. I've been working on it. <laughs> uh, you are I not able to ask you a question. Pre-sale a not so scary ticket. But what are some of the ways that you can get your hands on a ticket if you are still wanting to go to one of these parties? That is a really, actually, kind of a hidden gem. You know, we used to, early on in the show, do the pro tip, (laughs) right? Um, Wow, this is is a pro tip type of question. I'm really, I really like this question. Um, So here is a secret about all parties. And this would include fireworks dining. This would include... Uh, the fireworks packages over in Epcot. This is this basically includes all of the not so scary and very Marys and all of this stuff. So this is a this is a pretty big nugget we're dropping on the show right now. <laughs> so when those get canceled, because there is cancellation policies, you can cancel up to twenty four hours or uh, forty eight hours in advance with no penalty. Yes. And, um, Actually, I think it's 24 hours in advance. So don't quote me on the policy, but you can drop it a day or two before. Matt's going to go look it up real quick. I am. The rest of this, I see him already. (laughs) Uh, I think it's 24-hour cancellation, just like all other dining stuff. 
they don't re-release to the site. So what doesn't re-release to the site? Not so scary, very merry, fireworks dining packages at Epcot, and Space 220 reservations. All do not re-release to the site. What does that mean for you? If you're going to Magic Kingdom and want to go to a not so scary or very merry on a sold out date, make one of your very first stops, guest services, which is to the left, right by the red firehouse. I would say at a, I'm completely making this up in my mind, but I would say on approximately an 80 to 90% success rate, you will be able to get tickets for the same day event if you go relatively early in the morning. Okay. So over in Epcot, Space 220, especially if you head there right as the restaurant opens, there is a really good chance that you can get a reservation because they don't re-release canceled reservations and they backfill because they're only filling that restaurant with reservations to about 20 to 30%. And so they will fill it to about 60 to 70% day of. And then with Rose and Crown over and um, Spice Road Table over in Epcot, if you go to the host stand, they will kind of release things throughout the day as long as they are sure the fireworks are going to happen. So, yeah, that's a really big insider tip that that we just threw down here is – Day of, it never hurts to go talk to the appropriate host stand or guest services for these parties, special events, dining packages, fireworks packages, etc. All right. And let's take it one step further because it was kind of a quick question. Um, one step further. And let's talk about rain checks on these tickets because... You know, on the site it says, hey, this can be canceled for any reason, including inclement weather. But if you talk to guest services on the way out on a, on a night that it just pours rain the whole time, what will they do for you? Well, two things, um, because there's kind of two, two things going on here. So on the case of the, the parties... Um, They'll try to make it right as Disney always does. So what does make it right mean? Well, make it right could be um, not necessarily, so refunds or uh, tickets to another day if you're in town for that long. Um, In the terms of dessert parties, a lot of times though, um, those things have alternate weather friendly locations um those ones you're going to kind of be those are going to happen regardless and so you'll just lose like the fireworks viewing or whatever else other special perk came along with it but you'll still get all the all you can eat desserts and drinks and everything else like that um but in terms of the parties there there are definitely ways because we've talked about this before the difference between a disney and a six flags is they want to make it right because they want you to leave hooked and they want you to come back and they want you to tell your friends. Whereas uh, a just entertainment company might go, I don't really care who pissed. Yeah. And I, I think, I think in the end it comes down to, 
don't be afraid to walk to guest services and say, hey, I don't feel like I got treated well in this exchange. What can we do? And, and like you said, it may not be a refund or something like that, but it might be a reservation or it might be Genie Plus for the next day or it might be something of some value in a different way um, to try and make up for what you missed out on that night. Yeah, all very, very reasonable things that I've seen Disney do a lot. Like multiple experience passes for your whole party for like five different rides or, yeah. or whatever. Um, multiple experience passes are things that you can book any ride experience outside of like a select few, just for those of you that don't know. And, and actually, I, I do have to give my hats off to Universal for that as well. They do a pretty good job of that as well. Because I had a situation when we were down there spring break where I felt like I was really, really, you know, left high and dry. And, and they did a good job of making it right as well. And Disney, hands down, will make it right if you just express it. Now, there's also kind of a caveat to that. Make sure you go in and treat them like a human. Yes. Treat. Because if you walk in there berating and yelling and screaming, you're not going to get a thing because you don't deserve a thing. Because (laughs) your entitlement and your attitude is something that, like, a a person who is working a, a job does not deserve to be dealt with in that manner. But if you go in with a tone of, hey, I'm really disappointed and I really love if you would empathize with my situation. Boy, they're going to empathize and they're going to make it right. Yeah. They really, they really really are. I've never seen a situation where if that's your approach, that something, something will get done for you. Now, but on the flip side, like if you go in like a tyrant, and Orange County sheriffs are going to escort you out. (laughs) Like, Because there's, I don't know, probably a couple dozen of them at each park at all times. Yeah. So. All right. Well, since you didn't do it on the last segment, where can people find you? Uh, easiest way is on Facebook. You find me on Facebook. You can type in Princess and the Mouse Disney Travel, and there I will be with me and my family standing in front of Expedition Everest. And that picture is quite old. You know, we're going in a week. Like, perhaps... I think you need to update it. I know. Perhaps a new family picture. I need to get better this trip. I got, I got to make sure to take some family photos. I am also going to do something I've never done before. I have already okayed it with the wife that while we are staying at Grand Floridian, I am going to get up and walk onto Oak Trail one morning. There you go. So uh, going to play a little bit of golf down there this time as well. So. Uh, good time. No, I love I love the breakfast nine. We did that one of the days um, a couple of years ago. We got up, we played um, the front nine at Lake Buena Vista, and you get like the front nine, a cart, a sandwich, and a beverage. And it was like I think we paid twenty nine bucks a person to right. do it. Yeah. Oh, so I have the um, I have the water and sports pass on my annual passes right now because i just i was required to do that when i got them and um i haven't used the golf benefit i've used the mini golf benefit i've used the water park benefit <laughs> so i just i feel like i owe it to myself before i downgrade them to regular passes to 
go get Oak Trail is free golf on that pass. So there you go. I owe it to myself to go do that. There you go. Well, Peter, thanks for joining us. Um, we'll talk about next week's show. You're going to be down at the parks. Is that your not so scary night? Sunday. We're going Sunday. Sunday, Sunday is okay. Yeah, we're so, flying. We're flying back Tuesday, so our flight at the time of this show, I'll probably like be on my way or just arriving to MCO. Okay. About well, we will talk about it. And I thought you were bringing on a ho- I thought you were bringing on a podcaster from like France to talk about Disneyland Paris. I'm working on that. So that that is one of the things that I'm working on. I'm working with them, and I'm working with somebody in the financial field to talk about some Disney related finance topics um, that I think are going to be really cool as well. So he got alternate co-hosts lined up right as my golf season is ending. In case any of you are wondering. I'm two weeks yeah. away from yeah. done with the golf season. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, go ahead and hang on, and I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit after that. Oh, one more thing. There's going to be it. a figment meet and greet at Epcot starting next year. There, There is. You got your figment festival of our food and wine festival shirt. There he is, my dude. <laughs> All right, Peter. I'll talk to you later. Hey, we had Peter with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel on tonight. We talked D23. We did a top three about our favorite resorts to explore. And our question tonight was concerning tickets. social media peter's forehead is and we will um find you over on dpi podcast on facebook at disney insights over on twitter uh the princesses and the mouse on instagram and the disney planning insights podcast over on youtube we're kind of everywhere come find us let us know how you found us for watching listening everything that you do you guys all have a good week and we will talk to you next week on the show bye now